Hello, and welcome again to Variety Bang, the podcast that bangs out content in 15 minutes or less so you can listen at your convenience. As always, I'm your host, Travis B., and today we're going to be doing my initial impression of Starfield. Now, for those of you who don't know, Starfield is a sci-fi spacefaring RPG, and it was created by Bethesda, who made such great games as Skyrim and Fallout 3 and 4. This is not their first uh, four-way foray. This is not their first time doing a um, an RPG like this role-playing game. And uh, I must tell you, because I play both Skyrim and the Fallout series, that picking up the controller for Starfield feels just like any other Bethesda game, and that's not a bad thing. It's very intuitive. The controls seem to be in the right place. It feels right. Um, it's, a, it's a good controlling game so far, so that's impression number one, I guess. But anyway... I would love to be able to give you a review on the game. I will probably never beat it. Uh, and the main campaign can take 40 plus hours. And then with all the side campaigns, you can go 80 plus hours or longer. And I don't have that kind of time. I basically play after work, sometimes on weekends. I'm going to play here as soon as I get done doing this podcast. In fact, so I've only put in since its release about six hours and I might be be you know, undercutting myself a little bit. It may be more like eight or even 10, but I know for a fact that I've done at least six hours. And so far, the game is tight. It's it's pretty cool. Now, I love the fantasy sci-fi genre. I love, you know, going and slaying dragons and ogres with my sword and arrows. And I also like going and destroying aliens and monsters in space with my guns. So uh, this game has it all. It has it all. Actually, the older I get, the more I'm into sci-fi because I just uh, I like H.G. Wells did the time machine, and you got all these people, these oldie time writers back in the day, uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth, and all these great books they wrote, and a lot of the stuff that they wrote about came true, or at least some form of it. So to me, just because something is science fiction now doesn't mean it won't be science fact in the near, near future. Quick example. I remember the Star Trek series. I, I believe it was both, but definitely, definitely next generation. Back in the late 80s or early 90s, they were carrying on data pads and doing all this stuff on and signing things on a data pad. We have tablets now. We didn't have them back then. So I really feel that science fiction kind of influences science fact. So I think that's pretty cool. So, but uh, back to the game, and we'll start with the controls. I already kind of, you know, let the cat out of the bag, but the controls are very tight, very smooth, very intuitive, very easy, and very fluid. Uh, I don't find myself getting confused in the heat of battle, uh, what does what. I did have to a couple times actually go to the help section, like on how to throw grenades and how to duck. And, you know, I, I mean, it was a little... It was, there was a little bit of a learning curve, but very slight. Like, you spend five minutes, and you'll, you'll know. And if you've played, like I said, any other game like Fallout or Skyrim, you'll be right at home. So it's a very, very fantastic controlling game. Uh, you know, and um, like I said, the learning curve is very minimal. And that's something else I actually like about this game. Right off the bat, it doesn't hold your hand. I mean, it does give you a walkthrough tutorial where they're like, oh, mine this rock and do this and do that. And, of course... At least that that kind of tutorial, at least that's a good way of doing it because it kind of incorporates into the story. I remember the old days, like I'm talking the, uh, you know, the Sega Genesis and the Super Nintendo, where if you had a tutorial, it was a screen and they walked you through everything for 10 minutes on how to do in the game. And then they released you and you forget half of it. Where here, if you need to, re you know, figure out how to do something, you just go back and, you know, take a hit the start button and uh, bring up your menu and actually look at what the controls are. So. Very, very, very cool. The controls are top-notch. I give them a 10. Uh, yeah, actually, no, I do. I give the controls a 10 out of 10. One being the worst, 10 being the best. I give them a 10. Um, graphics, well, I have the Xbox Type S. 
I think. Yeah, I have the, I have the download only, the cheaper Xbox, and it looks great. I mean, it plays great. There's no frame rate. There's no drag. There's no stuttering. Uh, it feels very complete. I'm sure they're going to have add-ons for it like they always do, but it feels like a very complete game for what I've played so far, which admittedly is very little, but uh, it, the, the world feels the world feels real. The world building so far is very good. Anything you pick up, almost anything, a book or you know, or a memo or anything, you can read it. Some of the stuff is based on your missions. A lot of it isn't. It's just about facts and lore, and you can get lost hours just doing that, and so I've kind of steered away from that. And something else I was doing, like the very first ship I went into, I uh, actually picked up pretty much everything and I sold it. And I mean, I got even if it was five bucks, I got five bucks or something. I can't carry that much. It, it kind of works on real world rules. If you carry too much, then you can't run, and you can't, and you're, you go through O2 faster, and your CO2 builds up. So it's it's pretty neat. So you just got to be careful. Uh, you do usually have a companion that go with you and uh, they can go ahead and help carry stuff too. So I always over overload them because I don't care about them. <laughs> I shouldn't say I don't care about them. But you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's a character or whatever. So um, lock picking is a great mechanic, great skill. One of the better lock picking, uh, not tutorials, like segments I've had, like mini games, if you want to call it that. It's very, uh, very, I wouldn't say it's super, I, you know, I would say it's accurate. It's very, it's very good. It's a very good, um, I give it an eight out of ten. The lock picking's cool. You know, it's hard to explain how to do it, but you know, of course, the higher your level, the more complicated locks you can pick. But it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So uh, graphics, like I was saying earlier, that gets. I'll give that an eight, and I'll give uh, the gameplay, the control, a ten. And so far, the gameplay in general, the shooting, the moving, um, I'll give that an eight. Uh, there are a couple times I had to dock with the ship, and it just never feels that one part. It doesn't. I'm not a big fan of the ship because. It never seems to do what I want it to, and uh, so I think they might have actually overcomplicated the ship's the ship um, controls, so to speak. But that doesn't mean that you can't get used to it and control it. And again, you can always look at your menu. So you know it's good. I give that an eight as well. I give the ship controls eight and uh, graphics an eight. Sound is very appropriate for where you're at and what you're doing. Um, if you're in a dark, dank cave, you'll hear drips of water and you might hear something off in the distance and you might hear some light music. Very, um, it's definitely sets the tone. Uh, so I will give this sound an eight. I think the sound is very good as well. And, uh, story, I can't really, I can only rate the story on what I'm doing so far because six hours isn't enough to really get into the story. But from what I've done so far, I'll give the story, hmm. I'll give the story an eight. I know I keep going with the eights. I'll give it an eight, but if I come back, it might be more, could be less because I'm just not into the story enough to really feel comfortable judging it one way or another. But if I had to give it a number, so far the story is an eight. It's interesting. It's about exploration and weird artifacts. So, you know, that's right up my alley. That's the kind of stuff I dig. That's the kind of stuff I like to watch on TV and it's the kind of stuff I like to read. So, and, uh, you know, the character creation, you can create your character with various traits and abilities. Also, you know, you can also, you know, different facial features and eyebrows and mustaches and noses, and you can go, you could do a deep dive into it for hours. I always change my character's appearance a little bit, just a little bit, and uh, and I did just a wee bit, but I don't go too deep into it because in the end, you really don't see your character that much anyway. There is a third-person view. You have first person, which is what I play, in, and then you have a close-up third person, and then you have a farther third person. So you do have the ability to change uh, your view if you want, but I prefer the first person. It works great. Uh, so it's, it's what I enjoy. Um, I've died a couple times. Uh, I've gotten overzealous. It's been my fault. 
Uh, there's one, there is some cool, something cool I've always liked doing. I've always liked to try to talk myself out of situations. I like, it's called persuasion. In the video games, I've always liked to try to talk more than, than shoot and kill, just because it's, it's fun to try to see if you can convince someone to see things your way, just like probably in real life. So I, my first major battle, I was able, the first time I played my first major battle, I, guns blazing, rare, rip roaring, shooting, and I got my butt handed to me. I think if I had been a little more strategic and kind of went around the back and flanked them, I think I probably could have won. But still, it was it, I got my butt handed to me. So then I go back in. This time I go and I talk to the guy. And I was able to persuade him that, look, we're not here causing any trouble. We're going to get out of here. And he's like, okay, leave. Don't come back. And I was like, okay, cool. And I walked out. And uh, that was cool. Didn't have to kill anybody. And even though you don't kill people, you still get experience points for that. Like, you don't have to kill people to level up. You can talk your way out of things and level up. So, to me, that was cool. I like the persuasions game. Every, almost every, you know, uh, modern RPG like this, and, and like I said, like uh, like Skyrim and uh, uh, Fallout 3 and 4, they all have that persuade or, you know, or convince or whatever you want to call it mechanic to it. But this one does it very well. Uh, I, I I enjoyed it, and uh, so that's like I said, the gameplay gets a solid eight all around for me. So I guess the only thing I'm going to agree to a ten is the controls because they feel very intuitive. They are very buttery smooth. So my overall opinion of Starfield, only being six maybe more hours in, I like it. Uh, I don't play them more because by the time I get home from work, I'm tired and. I usually just chill out and watch stuff on YouTube, uh, and then I just never, I hate to say it, it's going to sound like an excuse, I just never really get around to playing, and then when I do have a chance, something happens, and just, you know, just I never seem to play as much as I, at least I would like to play. But overall, it's a solid game. If you have an Xbox and you want to play Starfield, I don't know if it's available on other consoles. Somebody at work actually told me it's not. That was kind of surprising. But if you want to play Starfield, if, if you enjoyed Skyrim and you enjoy Fallout 3 and 4, you will enjoy Starfield. As long as you like the space, you know, the whole space theme, which I think you will. If you like, you know, Fallout, that's futuristic. You know, it's dystopian, but it's futuristic. So you'll, you'll like it. You'll enjoy it a lot. And uh, the course, like with anything else, there's a ton of side quests. I think I've completed maybe four side quests. Normally, I'm the guy that runs around. And uh, if, if the main character says, come this way and starts running, I go somewhere else and I explore because I, I always... I learned that from my friend Jason when I was younger playing the uh, Super Nintendo RPGs. I always always do the side quests, and I always always explore before you went to the main quest because sometimes after you do the main quest, you're locked out of the area, and then you can't explore. And if there's something you could pick up and use, but now you can't. So I'm finally starting to work that out of my system the way newer games are. You know, you can go back, and even if you do miss something, it's nothing that important. So I've been sticking more to the main storyline uh, just because it's been um, it's interesting. I like to see where it goes. I like to see how much I can advance and. uh it's cool. It's a great game. So can't say good enough about it. You know, overall, I give the whole game a 10, uh, the whole experience with the individuals. Like I said, graphics, I'm sorry, control is a control is a uh, 10. Graphics are an 8. Sound is an 8. Gameplay is an 8. Story is an 8. Only because I haven't played a story more. I can't really, you know, uh, justify scoring really too hard one way or another. I have watched other people's reviews of the game, and they say after about 10 to 12 hours where the game really picks up. So far, I don't see there being a problem. It's been picking up for me every time I play. I, I learn something new. I do something new. I explore something new, and uh, I dig it. So it's a cool game. I guess I keep repeating that, but and that's that. So that is my Starfield um, imp impression so far. Um, you know, things could change, and if anything does change for better or worse, I'll, I'll let you guys uh, have an update down the road. 
But other than that, I hope you have a safe and great weekend. Take care and enjoy your time with your loved ones, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.